This is episode number 185. I'm taking you behind the scenes to show you how low-cost seminars work, how they make money, and what you can learn from them. That's coming up on this episode. This is the Red Podcast. How to take your idea and make a name for yourself within your industry and beyond. Spread your message. Attract a following. Rise above the noise. Here's your host, David Hooper. If you're on any kind of mailing list related to entrepreneurship, opportunity seeking, stock market picking, real estate investing, this can happen easier than you think. It can happen if you subscribe to magazines like Success, Entrepreneur, Inc., newspapers like the Wall Street Journal. If you're on those kind of lists, and once they get sold, they get resold, they get reused, you've probably gotten a card in the mail offering you a free event, free seminar. It usually takes place at a hotel, maybe an airport hotel. When you attend, you get a free gift, fake iPod, and they're very clever. They make it look like a real iPod. They offer you a free meal, a gift certificate, sometimes all of the above. And the topics of these seminars, they're usually pretty general. Go for the general opportunity market, try to catch everybody since they have such a wide net that they're trying to pull from. It's eBay, it's make money on the internet, it's make money selling on Amazon, stock market picks, real estate investing with no money down, flipping houses, that kind of thing. Sometimes it's a pure motivational seminar, and these usually roll into town. You'll see big billboards, full-page ads, radio advertising. They'll allow you to come for five, maybe 10 bucks, but if you bring the whole office, 20 bucks. Sometimes they'll let you come for free, and the whole office, if you want to bring everybody in your office, just 10 bucks for everybody. How do they make money? That's what I'm going to be talking about. This is the Red Podcast, the subject of this episode, the Pitch Fest. If you're a blogger, you're a podcaster, a speaker, marketer, you're a nonfiction author or entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. I talk about book publishing, podcasting, speaking, and other marketing elements of your business that you must master to make a name for yourself. The focus is how to take your idea, spread it, and make money with it. And the subject of this episode, the pitch fest. I go to these things all the time. Actually, I go to any kind of pitch that I can. If it's a multi-level marketing meeting, network marketing meeting, I love those things. If I'm ever in an amusement park type situation, a state fair, a flea market, stop and watch those guys. I've been doing this since I was a kid. My parents, when I was little, had a tombstone art business. They would literally sell tombstones to people who wanted to use them as art. And these were like old tombstones, like the kind you would find up in New England and Boston, 1700s, 1800s. These were old tombstones that somehow caught on as art. And my parents had a tombstone art business. And a lot of their business was done via swap meets, flea markets. There was one every month in Nashville when I was growing up. And I pretty much would go to that every time it happened here, every month. And while they were taking care of business, running things, I would wander off and I would watch these pitchmen. And these guys were selling knives. They were selling other kinds of kitchen appliances, a glasses cleaner to make your glasses never fog up, cleaning solutions, vacuums, anything that you could pitch. These guys were doing it. It's one of the things that really fascinated me about direct sales. So I've been watching these guys forever. I think it's a great blend of sales and performance. I even like watching timeshares. Funny story. I got married a little over a year ago. We were on a honeymoon in Sedona, Arizona. And if you've ever been to Sedona, Arizona, the thing is run on timeshares. We were walking up and down the street 
the people were trying to pitch us saying, hey, we'll put you up in a hot air balloon. Got to come to this meeting. We'll get you on a Jeep tour. Come to this meeting. I wanted to go. Laurel said, no way, not on my honeymoon. So that's the one time that I haven't been to one of these meetings when I can. It's a great opportunity for you. I'm going to dig in a little bit deeper on this episode and explain to you how these things work and why it's a good idea for you to go to these. If you're trying to influence somebody, you can learn a lot from them. My latest interaction with one of these seminars came just last month. A friend of mine mentioned that a well-known speaker was coming to Nashville. This is a guy that he absolutely loves, well-known motivational speaker. He was coming through Nashville, apparently. So he told me this. I looked it up on the internet. He's coming as part of this big package deal, the kind that I mentioned where they're advertising on billboards, full-page ads, radio advertisements. I was able to get a ticket. The tickets were actually free, and they did something really interesting when you would go to get a ticket online. You did not have the option of getting a single ticket. When you put the order in, two with the fewest number of tickets that you can get. Very smart when it comes to marketing. The tickets are free anyway. And what's going to happen when somebody gets two tickets? Well, they're going to tell their friend. Well, I told my wife, Laurel, Laurel, let's go to this fest. She said, no way. So I ended up going alone. But regardless, I still did what they asked, told somebody about it. And if you're trying to fill seminar seats, consider a two-for-one promotion. We used to do this all the time when I was in the music business. This is a great thing for musicians or anybody with a book. If you sell two books, two albums for the price of one, what does it do? Same thing that getting two tickets does. It puts a book in the hand of the person that you want, gives them an extra copy so they can go out and tell a friend about it. Then those two people can experience the book together. Not only are they reading it, which is what you want them to do, but they're also going to talk about it and possibly do other things involving you together as well. It was a multi-speaker event, and let me explain to you how the money works. You've got the big guy, the guy that my friend wanted to see. He's not selling anything. And sometimes when you see these big events, you'll see somebody like former presidents, former first ladies, big-name coaches who are very successful with professional or college sports. These guys aren't selling anything. They're not salesmen. They're more motivation. So that's the draw. That's what gets people in the room. And then they have other speakers on the bill. And these speakers are going to give you the content, like I mentioned earlier, the opportunity content, real estate, make money on eBay, make money with Amazon. That's motivational content backed with a sales pitch. So the famous people, they get paid a speaking fee for doing these events. The non-famous people, the salesmen, the way they make their money is by selling things from the stage. That's why these things are called pitch fest, because usually there's a pitch and the whole event is disguised as motivation. The day of the event comes, it's downtown in a big venue, holds thousands and thousands of people. It's really known for more music acts. It's more for sporting events, that kind of thing. When these events are not in hotel rooms, when they think they're going to bring more people in, sometimes you'll see that. Go downtown. I got there a little bit late. As you know, I'm finishing up a brand new book. I just didn't have the time to sit through an all-day pitch fest, but I wanted to see the main guy, the headliner. So I walked in late, hoping to catch him and miss a lot of the pitches this time because my time was limited. When I walked in, it was like walking into a charismatic church. There's people yelling. There's people dancing. There's people singing, shouting, and you hear those motivational kind of things. And I'll explain this just a little bit. I've actually got an article about it because a guy did this at New Media Expo a couple of years ago. 
so frustrating to the crowd and isolated the crowd so badly. I actually wrote a bit about this, and that will be linked at redpodcast.com slash 185. It'll tell more about the techniques that he used. And what these guys do is they've got these little bitty cues. They try to get agreement from you. They try to get you to say yes, for example. They'll say yes or yes. Are you motivated? Yes or yes. Do you want to make money? Yes or yes. You start saying yes, and it's what I call the yes ladder. They try to get you with things that you can agree to that everybody's going to agree to, such as, do you want to make money? Yes or yes. Keep pounding that yes in your head, and eventually at the end, there's a sales pitch. Are you ready to buy this? Yes, and that's how they do it. So it's a lot like a charismatic church with that level of energy. It's getting you fired up. There's a whole lot of smoke, but really very little substance. There's also some tricks, and it's not like snake handling, but sometimes you'll see some party tricks, walking across coals, fire swallowing. That's actually what happened at the New Media Expo speech. And if you've ever seen this, this is fascinating. Bringing somebody out of the audience, making them swallow fire on stage. Redpodcast.com slash 185. If you want the link to the article where I explain what happened at New Media Expo, why people were mad, but why this can be a very great learning experience if you ever are at an event and do see something like this. Who wouldn't want to see fire swallowing? Who wouldn't want to participate in fire swallowing, have video, have photos of that? Pitch fest or not, it's a cool thing that you can participate in sometimes at these things. Certainly a Facebook moment as well. So I'm walking in. It's the charismatic church. They're doing the snake handling thing. Yes or yes. Everybody's yelling, clapping, high energy. Then that's when the pitch starts. The pitches, I'm going to go through the basic topics that I saw there. eBay, selling on Amazon, memory improvement, how to remember names, vocabulary improvement, just general things that most business owners would want to improve on. And they can make this seem very fun and exciting. One of the things that I noticed that they were doing If you remember, they get a lot of these lists from opportunity seekers. They get lists from multi-level marketing companies. And they were pitching to the people that were involved with network marketing or multi-level marketing. Now, there's some synergy there because somebody who's trying to get motivated, somebody's trying to learn business advice, and they're free in the middle of the day, they're also going for home businesses. They're going for the internet businesses. They're going for network marketing. So this guy is trying to explain to you how you can grow your network marketing business, just making the assumption that people are actually in that business. Were they actually in that business? Yeah, a lot of them were. And the ones that weren't, sure, who wouldn't want to make money online? It's a very nice thought to think that you can do that. So they're going for the general topics, not only motivation, how to make money, passive income, sit back at the beach with your fruity drink, drive around in a sports car, own a mansion, drive around in a yacht. So let's get deeper into how the money works. First of all, the seminar promoter, he books and pays for the room. So this venue probably costs a few thousand dollars. All his staff, he books that, he pays for that. He does the promotion, the billboards, the full page ads, the postcards in the mail, the radio promotion. The seminar promoter is doing that. Speakers pay for their own expenses. So if they've got to get somewhere, they're paying for their flight, their hotel rooms, taxi cabs the information that they have to produce to sell, they're paying for everything. And one of the ways the promoter makes money is that the speakers split the revenue with the promoter. It's very common to do a 50-50 split. In other words, if you're selling a package that's $1,000, 500 goes to the promoter, you keep 500. Out of your 500, you have to produce and get the package to the person. 
Now, I've seen these events, one-day events, where the speaker has just established a relationship with somebody and in 90 minutes be able to get $5,000 from one sale. It happens. $2,500 for the promoter, $2,500 for the speaker. And speaking like that and selling like that is the reason I think it's a good idea for you as somebody who's trying to influence people to go to these events and watch how it's done. So 50-50 split and 50-50 split, that's actually the minimum. I've never seen it lower than that, but I've seen it as high as an 80-20 split with 80% of the money going to the promoter. And when you think about that, that can be a really good deal. I do a deal like that all day long. If I could walk into a room that's full of people, full of motivated people that have been pre-screened, at least from the fact that you know they're interested in an opportunity, they're interested in real estate, Amazon, that's if I was selling this kind of stuff, I would go into a room like that all day long. If your package is just paper and ink, if your package is just ones and zeros on a computer disk, if it's software, you can make money on your 20% of $1,000, of $5,000, there's plenty of money to be had. One of the things that these guys do, though, because $5,000, that's a lot to sell after 90 minutes. One of the things that you'll see happen is they'll sell something that's a little bit less money, maybe $49, maybe $97, under 100 bucks. And oftentimes, that's a seminar because the easiest thing to sell at a seminar is another seminar. You know somebody's responded to your advertising to come to this seminar. Why wouldn't they come to the next seminar, especially if it's a great deal? If you can learn about eBay, Amazon, get rich quick, flipping houses, real estate for 50 bucks, 100 bucks, sure, why not? Easy sell, and that's where the real money is made. These are two- or three-day events, a lot of rah-rah, yes or yes. There's snake handling, there's fire swallowing, and at that second seminar, at the end of those two or three days when you've got a relationship with the customer, it's easier to sell a high-ticket item. That's when you get into the continuity. That's when you get into the five $10,000 seminars, the coaching, the monthly events, the monthly conference calls. Seminar promoter also gets a piece of that. So this is a long-term play. If you looked at the numbers that day, these seminar promoters are probably losing money. It takes a lot of money to advertise these things. It takes a lot of money to book a venue, to bring people in, travel expenses, hotel, airfare, administrative work. And if you added up all the numbers, if the numbers just stopped there at the end of these one-day seminars, these guys are probably losing money. This is another great lesson of why you should go. These guys are comfortable losing money on the front end. They know if they can get a certain amount of people in, let's say 1,000 people, and have a certain percentage of those people spend a certain amount of money, and this stuff works like clockwork, whether they're in Nashville, Chunky, Mississippi, Enterprise, Alabama, New York City, or Los Angeles, California, once they get their system down, they can start working these numbers, knowing how much they can put into advertising, knowing how much they can put into venues, how much for travel, staffing, administration. That's where the money is made. Something very interesting about this particular seminar, and I'm not going to name this particular seminar. You can look them up. It's easy to find. But my purpose in mentioning them is to tell you why I think that you should go, not to call them out or anything. But something interesting it's a religious element. There's a session in the middle of the day that's religious content. You don't know about this when you're going. You think it's just business. You think it's just motivation. But think about like a Joel Olstein type coming out on stage, giving you motivation 
but also backing that up with biblical references and other religious content. And here is why this is interesting and why I mentioned this. Because this business, due to that kind of content being delivered in the middle, is considered a ministry. You want to talk about how the numbers work? Well, what happens when you're a ministry? It helps with taxes. Churches don't pay taxes. Also, cheap postage. It's like nonprofit postage. You can cut down big time on your direct mail cost when you're getting lower postage fees. So think about that. That's another interesting reason for you to go to one of these kind of seminars, especially this particular one. Not all of these seminars have a religious element, but it's very, very clever in the way that they do that, possibly just to save money. Now, they may be authentic in their desire for you to have a holy life or come to Jesus or whatever it is that they're trying to do with the religious content that they have in the middle of this. But I've talked to a few people about this who say, no, that's just a money grab. Interesting to watch, regardless of how you feel about religion. So my recommendation to you, absolutely go to something like this. Absolutely. If you've never been, take the whole day off. If you're like me, you had other things going on, drop in. Drop in, even if it's just part of it, to see what these guys do. It's fascinating. They have excellent speakers, excellent speakers, very motivational, high energy. A lot of the stuff that they do from stage, you can learn from in your own presentations. They're great salesmen. And even if you're not speaking from stage and need to sell from stage, it's going to help you sell by phone. It's going to help you sell by webinar. It's going to help you sell with your written content, your podcast, your book. Great salesmen. Also, there's an excellent opportunity for you to talk to people in the audience. This is where a lot of your information is going to be learned. And ask them, what got you here? Why did you fight traffic, take a day off work, come down here to get in this room with all these other people? What was your motivation? That's going to tell you a lot, especially if you're doing live events. It is difficult. I've done live events. I had a huge music conference. Thousands of people coming every year to Nashville. The event lasted an entire week. It is very difficult to get people on a plane, get them to book a hotel, get them to pay for tickets, take time off work, even if they're self-employed, take time off their own businesses and get them to your live events. You can ask these people, what brought you here? What motivated you to come to this event? That alone is worth your time going down there. You have these opportunities all the time. We've all had friends who are in network marketing, multi-level marketing. Go to those meetings with your friends. Watch how they try to motivate people to get involved with multi-level marketing. Go to the timeshare meetings when you're in a destination like Gatlinburg, Tennessee, Sedona, Arizona, Bahamas, Disney World. Go to the timeshare meetings. Real estate seminars, do them. All of these are excellent training for your work as an influencer. Speaking of influencers, Next episode, Pat Flynn, I'm talking to him. I've booked it. He reached out to me, wants to talk about his new book. I said, yeah, fine, but let me record that because I'm putting it out on a red podcast. I want to talk about what motivated him to do a book finally. I've known Pat for several years, told him five or six years ago, hey, man, you should write a book. Well, he's finally doing it. I'm going to talk to him about his writing process. I'm going to talk to him about why it took so long for him to do a book. I'm going to talk a little bit to you about what the book is about. I don't know where it's going to go. I haven't talked to him yet, but I'm doing that. That's next. 
on the next episode of Red Podcast. If you want information on that, if you want to make sure that you don't miss that, go to redpodcast.com. You can subscribe there regardless of how you get your podcast. Apple iPhone, got you covered. Android, got you covered. Redpodcast.com, one click, and you are subscribed. It is that easy. If you've got questions or comments, you've got pitch fest stories, I want to hear them. Reach out to me at David Hooper on Twitter. Let me know your stories, what you've learned, the highs, the lows, the good, bad, the ugly. Love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening to Red Podcast. Thanks for helping to build the Red Podcast community. I appreciate you. I'll see you on the next episode of Red Podcast. You've been listening to Red Podcast, real entrepreneur development. Subscribe today using iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS at redpodcast.com.